0: to hope alive streaming live from hope restoration ministries Kenton park south africa It is 12 minutes past 7. Welcome to the Feminine Touch on Hope Alive Radio Station, the second half of the show. We're looking forward to having a beautiful lady in conversation, Dinandala, who joins us to talk about her foundation, Desire Foundation. We're going to talk about what projects they want to do, why she felt it important to start this organization at such a time as this. And, of course, we're live on Facebook, so do go down to our Facebook page on Hope Alive Radio Station. You can see the beautiful Dinandala for yourself. And if you're on Twitter, you can send us a tweet on Hope Alive underscore radio. If you're on WhatsApp, the number is 067-153-1089. We're talking about woman empowerment, giving back, and why it's important that we must make sure we give back to the next generation. That's all that we're going to cover in the next 45 minutes right here on The Feminine Touch. I hope you're ready. I hope you're excited. Good evening, Diana. How are you doing?
1: I'm all right. Thanks for me. Good evening to you. Good evening to the listeners as well.
0: How are you doing? I am fabulous and uh, so good to have you in the studio. I know we're just talking off air that it's been a long time coming and finally we get to chat to you. So many things that um, we want to connect with you on, but for today we're going to talk about Desire Foundation yourself and where you're taking this organization. Beautiful name, by the way. Thank
1: you. Thank you. I love it too. It has a good ring to it, doesn't it?
0: It does. (laughs) Maybe you tell our listeners, what exactly does uh, Desire for.
1: So, desire is inspired by the book of Isaiah,
0: mm. as well as my
1: name, Dinah. Mm. So, mm. I mm. simply merged um, Isaiah with Dinah. Sure. To come up with desire. That's Mm. my stage name as Mm. a musician. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of correlations between the music that I do Mm. and the philanthropic work that I do. And so Mm. it only made sense to use the same name for both.
0: Mm. Yeah. Why the book of Isaiah? What does that book mean to you?
1: So one of my favorite scriptures that really speak volumes to me is, you know, the verse that says, those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Mm. Um, they shall mount up with wings as eagles and mm. they will soar and not be weary. I really love that verse and it's, it's brought me through so many um, situations. It's given me patience, the ability to wait, and so there's a lot of, there's been a lot of waiting, even in founding mm. the nonprofit that I'm I'm currently running. Mm. I've had mm. to wait. Um, I've had to wait, even with music. Mm. You know, I've wanted to launch into music a long time ago, mm. and I've had to wait. So, mm. um, that scripture for me is the essence of the patience. Mm-hmm. You know, the the wait that had to happen mm. before the work. I'm Mm. currently doing and Mm. so um, that is what inspired me to to create a new name for myself which was desire as inspired by the book of Isaiah Mm. which means uh, desire the one who waited you know desire Mm. the one who who was patient enough that the one who exercised her faith Mm. you Mm. know to reaching the dream or, 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 or realizing the dream. Mm.
0: yeah, So, so beautiful. Um, you h- have a lot of titles and you've alluded to one of them being that you're a musician over and above. You're a child of God, an entrepreneur, a philanthropist, a wife and a mother. You know, what do all of these roles mean to you?
1: So for me, the first thing I would say is I'm a child of God mm-hmm. and all these other roles that I fulfill, that I occupy, mm. um, are grounded and centered around me being a child of God. Mm. So it, me being a philanthropist and all the work that I do as a humanitarian are inspired by the fact that I'm a child of God and, mm. and what God would have me do here on earth and why I'm here, why I exist. Mm. Um So me as a musician, I'm Mm. a worshiper, not just a singer. Mm. That's a God-given talent. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm. I didn't earn that one. I was Mm. born with it. Mm. So again, I use my gift to worship God. Mm. So um, it also goes back to being a child of God. Mm. Mm. Being a wife, being a mom, those for me are bonuses of life. Mm. You know, um, those are things that I was graced and favored I got to have. Mm. And Mm. so all those mean a lot to me. Family for me means everything. I'm very family oriented. Mm. But also being a child of God, my walk with Christ Mm. and my relationship with God Mm. is everything to me. It's what centers and guides every single thing that I do. Mm. So I cannot fulfill what's required of me in all these other roles if it's not guided by God himself.
0: Mm, yeah, yeah, mm. Absolutely beautiful. Very, very wise, Diana. Do people ever tell you that you're wise? They do. Mm. (laughs) But I think
1: part of that wisdom comes from the fact that I spend a lot of time with old people. Mm. I was raised by old people, and Mm. old people are very wise Mm. people. Mm. So I would give the credit to... Um, the upbringing, the surrounding that i have i'm I'm really surrounded by the elderly, mm. but apart from that, I think also I spend a lot of time reading the Word of God, and mm. that's where I draw most of you know the wisdom from mm, mm. to navigate life
0: mm. yeah absolutely so you you're doing all of these roles with a bit of grace and style, i mean such a you're a very calm person. You look breathtaking. It must take a lot of time and effort to really be all these roles. Talk to me about how you find the time to balance and really how do you navigate between being a mom, your philanthropy, reading the Bible. All of that must take time. So how do you navigate making sure you devote yourself to each of those portfolios?
1: If there's one thing that I've mastered is really or that I've had to learn to master Mm is knowing that or being content in knowing that I cannot do everything perfectly Mm. at once Mm. and knowing how to prioritize things and know what matters or or what's pressing, what Mm. needs to be done more urgently. So I think that's how I navigate. There's no really a perfect formula. It's just in knowing what to put first and knowing how to you know, juggle around explaining as well and involving your family and having them understand where you're coming from, mm. what you need to do, and sometimes involving them in what you do mm. so that it's not just your role that you're playing or your things, but it's our thing. So, mm. for instance, with, with the philanthropic work that I do, mm. Um, my family is very much involved in that as well. Mm. My kids are always there when I'm doing work, or most of the times they're there and they're part of it. So I'm raising them in that environment. Uh, my husband is also very supportive. Mm. He's mm. always there, or if at least half the time he's there as well supporting me. Um, we are a very creative family, so... He would sometimes be there taking images or videography or taking care of one of other responsibilities to make sure that what I'm doing is successful and it runs smoothly. Mm -hmm. So in as much as sometimes you can say, how do you juggle around? And uh, it's a lot on your plate. For me, it's really it's a blessing Mm -hmm. to have a family that understands, a family that is willing to be a part of my my dreams mm. and walk the journey with me and support me through it. Yeah, so I do my best. Sometimes I do burn out, but I'm also able to take time out. Mm. Um, I've also mastered knowing how to let other things go. You know, some things are really just, um, I would say, it's it's luxury that's mm. what i usually say it's it's mm. it's a luxury if if i can do without certain things or if i can compromise or sacrifice certain mm. things mm. that's what i do so mm. that i can manage to really take care of the things that really really matter
0: most mm. Beautiful. We're talking to Dinandala, who is the founder of Desire Foundation, and we're talking to her about her journey. Uh, she's a mother, child of God, a philanthropist, and an entrepreneur. Do engage with us on Facebook, where our handle is Hope Alive Radio Station. We're also live on Facebook as well, so you can head on down to our page and see the gorgeous Dinandala for yourself. We're also on Twitter, our handle is Hope Alive Radio Station. And if you would love to send a voice note, the number is 067 eight nine. So let's talk about Desire Foundation. Um, you've mentioned the name that was founded from the book of Isaiah and your the first letter of your name as well. What does your foundation seek to do?
1: So what we do, Mbumi, is we are a women empowerment nonprofit organization. Mm, mm. We deal with empowering, supporting, inspiring mm. women children, elderly people, Mm. and youth. Mm -hmm. So our primary focus group is really women and girls Mm. um, and children as well. Um, And we also operate in rural communities, your underprivileged communities. So, so far we've started out in Limpopo, around Zanin, Mm. And this is because that's where I was born. Mm. Um, Mm. That's where I come from. I was raised in Johannesburg, but I was born there. I was a village child. Mm. And so I'm very passionate about the people there. And I almost believe that perhaps the reason I was given an opportunity or a chance to be raised away from that area where there are limited resources and there's really very little hope was perhaps for me to someday go back mm. and be the change, you know, and transform lives there. So I'm, I'm really passionate about the people there. Or let me say, I'm very passionate about people who live in villages and mm. rural communities. Mm. It's, it's a very slow paced environment, mm. but yet very loving and very warm. And the people are so appreciative. And, you know, they will almost accept anything you give them Mm. with so much joy. And for me, I'm always blown away by the gratitude, the level of gratitude. Mm. I'm also blown away by the skills Mm. that these people have and the talent that they have. Mm. And the only issue is the resources that Mm. are not there or Mm. opportunities that are not there. And so that's where we're currently operating now in the rules Mm. and we are working in empowering girls aspiring entrepreneurs female entrepreneurs we are working with children and that's our primary focus at the
0: moment You know what I love about um, what you're doing and inspiring the young woman is that, firstly, you're going back home. So many times people become accomplished and they forget where they come from. But for you, it's so top of mind that this is the first area I've got to develop. And the kind of projects that you're doing, these are legacy projects. You are changing the status quo of society. Big shoes to follow. How do you feel about that?
1: I'm excited. Mm. Sometimes I'm challenged mm. because, mm. like you say, Bumi, it's really big shoes to fill. Mm. And in all honesty, if I was to say I'm the deserving person to run with with the projects that we do and run with this calling, I would really say it's, it's not me. Mm. It shouldn't be me, mm. you know, because how do, how do you go and change lives? How it, How do you take how do you create wealth for people when you come from poverty yourself? Mm. You know, how do you assist people um, to obtain qualifications and to get through school when you didn't have someone to take you through school? Mm. So Mm. most of the times I actually laugh at myself, you Mm. know, Mm. and Mm. I'm like, oh my God, are you saying I should do this? Mm. Definitely not me. But you know what? Because of the obedience I, you know, soldier on and I do whatever it is that I'm called to do at a time, whatever project, whatever need. And, you know, amazingly, God comes through. Mm. And so you'll remember earlier in our conversation when I was saying to you that I'm firstly a child of God. Mm. And this is what fuels my strength in the philanthropic work that I do and everything else that I do. So, how I'm able to assist and how I'm able to, to change lives is not by my strength, but really by what God can do. So sometimes we would have you know things that we need to do for the kids or for the women or a need that's pressing, and they would ask us to say, please help us out in this area. And how we're able to help them is that we don't look at who we are, but we look at who God is. We don't look at what we have. We look at what God can do. And that's how we're able to to do the work and take on any project, however big it is, because I may not be
0: big, but God is big and sure. God is able. Sure, sure. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. We're talking to Dina Ndala, the founder of Desire Foundation on the work that they are doing to restore the lives of people in this nation. If you have a question or a comment um, that you would like to pass on to Dina or maybe just want to see how you can also be a blessing to the people that you are existing with in your community, do engage with us on Facebook. We are also live on Facebook. The handle is Hope Alive Radio Station. We're on Twitter on Hope Alive underscore radio. If you have a voice note or a text message, you can Send us a voice message or a, a message on WhatsApp. The number is zero six seven one five three one zero eight nine. You spoke about the projects that you're doing. Maybe you would want to tell our listeners what have been some of those projects that uh, by God's grace you've been able to carry out. So our very first project that we did was in July, mm. and
1: we did it on Nelson Mandela Day. Mm. We took a group of children from the village. So I had been spending a lot of time with these kids. Um, I would visit and I'd spend time with them. We'd play games and stuff. And one day I just asked them, what would you like me to do for you? If I was to gift you something, what would it be? So some of them said, I'd want a hot dog. I'd want a pair of jeans. I'd want mm. a T-shirt. I'd want, you know, just random things. And then I said to them, someday I'll come back. And I will do something special for you guys. We'll play together. We'll have a beautiful, fun day. And they were so excited about it. So when July came, and I thought, okay, Nelson Mandela Day, Nelson Mandela was all about children. He loved children. And I I was inspired to create something that would You know, inspire the kids where they could come and play and read and do recreational activities, arts and crafts, and something that they're not accustomed to or don't necessarily have access to things like. So we took them out. We took them out to one of their nearest um, lodges, Country Lodge, and we were blessed to receive sponsorships from um, a company called Kyukumi as well as Ride TV. And they sponsored us financially to afford a venue for the kids, food and games and jumping castles and all sorts of things that children would want to do, your face painting, music. You know, so they had a great... Time. We also had small businesses around the community come through and support us with, you know, cakes and treats and wow. photography and all sorts of things. So we did that for the kids. We had them run, do a reading competition. We did Beautiful. puppet shows with them, educational puppet shows where we actually taught them about the day and what it means. And a couple of things. We taught them about health and nutrition. So it was an all-rounded fun but educational day for the kids. And they left that place so inspired. You know, for once, they didn't have to play in the sand. They could actually go to a different environment, surrounded by nature, swimming pools, and actually play without having to worry about anything. You know, they had an environment where there was an abundance of food, an abundance of everything that each and every child should actually have. Every day, so that's that was our first project. Our second one was in August for Women's Month. We did something for elderly women. So we took a group of eight women, elderly women above sixty. The oldest one was around ninety years, and uh, we pampered them. We gave them free massages, body massages. We were sponsored by Mashuti Lodge in Zanin as well. So they offered us free accommodation for the old women. And, um, yeah, we spoiled them. You know, we encouraged them. We read the word with them. We worshipped with them. So it was a, a wellness day, you know, we did fitness exercises with them. We played games with them. It was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. Sure. Those women left there feeling like they have the world in their palm, like mm-hmm. they can become anything at, in their old age. So that was phenomenal for me. And again, I was in awe of what God can do through us when we just allow ourselves, when, when we surrender ourselves and say, here I am, use me. He did sure, it sure. through our, our, our foundation without us having to do much. You know, we just We became a bridge mm. where we just called on people to say, here's a project, this is what we want to do, how can you help? And we got the help for them. So that was our second project. Our upcoming project mm, mm. is in December. Mm-hmm. So we're doing something for children and elderly people as well again. Okay. We we are taking food parcels mm-hmm. for families, for the elderly women, because most of them are breadwinners. They're taking yeah. care of their grandkids and their children. Um, their kids are not working, so they depend on their social grants. So we are currently raising funds to take groceries for them so they have something over the festives to share with their families and this is for the families and then with the kids we're giving them a a Christmas experience Mm. so your Santa Claus um, your Christmas tree your Gifts under the Christmas tree. They want clothing, Christmas clothing. Some of them want books. Some of them want stationery. It's different things. So we're gifting the kids, and we'll be spending a day with them again, a fun day at Mashuti Lodge, where we'll just empower them and actually teach them what Christmas is about. We don't just want to sing Christmas carols, because that's not what Christmas is about. Christmas is about Christ. And so we don't just want to read about christ and read about his birth to them but we want them to experience christ what he's about he is love he is provision you know he is sustenance he is everything and he is joy as well he's happiness he's fun and so we want to communicate jesus to these children in a language that they would understand, sure. which is happiness and fun and playing and, and sweets and, you know, all of that.
0: And gifts too. Absolutely. <laughs> We're going to share with you how you can partner with uh, Desire Foundation to make this day a beautiful reality for these beautiful children of Dhanin. I want to read some comments that have come through from our listeners. We're talking to Dhanan on her foundation, Desire Foundation, which seeks to empower the community. They're starting off with the people of Danine. And I tell you the best is yet to come. So listen to this uh, comment from one of our listeners. Hi Hope Alive family, Luyanda here. I wouldn't miss this interview for anything because one thing about Dinah, she's transferred the same energy she has to those around her. The book of Isaiah that she speaks about is literally a book that would 100% match her personality couldn't be more proud of this lady.
1: Oh, that is so sweet. I really love that. Thank you so much, Luanda. That is such a beautiful comment.
0: Sure. This is absolutely amazing. And I just love that, you know, you are impacting people with the work that you're doing. And you spoke about it earlier, that being obedient to God, this is what now is happening. Um. On Facebook, we have Miki Makubele says, Great woman. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you for connecting with us. So if you have a question or a comment for Diana, do engage with us on Facebook. We're also live on Facebook. The handle is Hope Alive Radio Station. On Twitter, you'll find us on Hope Alive underscore radio. And of course, if you want to send us a text message or a voice note, the number is 067-153-1089. We're talking to you and and um, we want, really want to just understand, you know, your journey. And this is just such a beautiful experience that you are having, um, Diana, by giving back to people, you are seeing the glory of God. And we were talking about it earlier on that people are availing themselves to help, which shows that just people need a platform.
1: Absolutely.
0: And they, absolutely. the desire is there.
1: The desire is there, Mpumi. And as you say, people are looking for a platform. But not only that. God is also looking for people who are willing to put Mm, themselves mm. to be vessels that can be used by him. Mm, And mm. that is what we are about at Desire Foundation. I said earlier, we are a bridge. We literally have put ourselves there to say we are willing to connect two people to each other. Mm, mm. We want to connect the one who's in need Mm. because in the rurals, in the underprivileged company, uh, community, sorry, um, there are people there that are in need of help. Mm. And they don't know how to get help. Mm. But mm. then there's also someone sitting far on the other end who's really yearning to help sure. and who's looking sure. for someone in need. They're sitting with abundance. Mm. They're sitting with a budget. They're mm. sitting with too much clothes. or mm. And they don't know what to do with it. And there's someone who's in need of those things. And so sure. we are the middlemen. We are the postmen. We are saying, here we are. We're ready to work. We're ready to do the exchange on, the, on behalf sure. of the giver and on behalf of the receiver. So use us, if you are the giver, use us to channel your giving to those who are in need. And if you are in mm. need, mm. use us to relay your message, your need to w- people and, and places where provision can come. Sure. So it's, it's it's been a phenomenal journey. It's so exciting. And I tell you, each and every project that I do gets me on my knees because not only are the people that we are impacting benefiting, Mm. we're also growing. We're also seeing God. You know, Mm -hmm. there's power in giving that it does something even to the giver. It does something that normally if you would hold back from, 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 from giving, you'd never know. You'd never know your potential unless you open up yourself and say, Take, you know, receive, receive from me. I'm here. I'm giving. So it, it's been great. It's exciting, and I'm I'm excited about what's to come. We want to do more in 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 those communities, and even with Christmas initiatives, we don't just want to do it for the selected few. We want to we want this to run as an annual thing, where the village people can, you know. Be a part of it where everyone can be invited and where they know there's every December there's a group of people, there's a group of women from Desire Foundation who are coming to bring us something different, to give us life, to give us hope, to give us provision. And so we can only grow from here.
0: Absolutely. We can only grow. We're talking to or from Desire Foundation on the work that they're doing to empower and impact the communities that we exist in. Uh, if you have a question or a comment, we're live on Facebook. The handle is Hope Alive Radio Station. On Twitter, you'll find us on Hope Alive underscore radio. And of course, on WhatsApp, the number is zero six seven one five three one zero eight nine. You can leave a voice note or a message and we will definitely read it on air. So how can people partner with you? You've spoken about the fact that you are the connectors. How can people get in contact with you to say, I want to join?
1: So there are different ways in which people can partner with us, in particular with this upcoming project that we'll be doing in December. Um, There are a number of things that we need. Mm. For instance, it's gifts for the kids. So if you are able to sponsor their gifts or if you're able to, when buying your own kids Christmas clothes, buy an extra pair of pants or an extra pair of uh, T-shirts, a dress, an extra pair of sandals, you can partner with us by that, by sponsoring us with that. You can partner with us by provision of stretch tents because we are going to do an outdoor event with the kids. So we will need shelter for them in case it's too hot or if they need to take a break when they'll be eating. You can partner with us with tables or with chairs if you have. You can partner with us literally with anything. You can sponsor a jumping castle. You can sponsor cakes, cookies, treats. You can sponsor Christmas hats. You can sponsor many books that talk about Christmas or that talk about Christ. You can sponsor many Bibles. For the kids, some of them don't have um, their own Bibles. They don't have little books that talk about Christmas or Christ or the birth of Christ. So right now, what we're looking for is a sponsorship for the venue uh, because we have to pay for that. And we are in need of a sponsorship of transport as well. Um, The kids are not mobile. Most of their parents aren't mobile, so they can't get them to the venue we would have to um, collect them from the village, take them to the venue, and take them back. You can also partner with us by just coming through and having fun with the kids, you know, giving them your time, your love. That would also mean a lot. So um, for book authors, for instance, if you're a a book author or you write kiddies' books, you're a publisher, you can come through as well and activate your, your, your book you know, because that's a platform as well for female entrepreneurs or female authors, book authors that are doing kids' books. They can come there and read their books to the kids and sign a few books for the kids and stuff like that. So we are very open and we are welcoming um, partnership proposals. And if you would like to send us any proposal for partnership, for a sponsorship, you can email us on... Info at DesireFoundation.org. That's D-I-S-I-A-H Foundation.org. Info at DesireFoundation.org. Or you can catch us on Instagram. We also have a a Facebook page. Both Instagram and Facebook are at Desire Foundation, but we're more active on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So you can DM us if you want more information. Currently, those are our active online platforms. We have a website that's underway. But in the meantime, email us or DM us or Facebook us and we will get back to you and we can communicate on how to do this together. Another thing, collaborations in Bumi are really great. During December time, a lot of people want to do something for somebody for Christmas. And so when we can do a collective effort it, it cuts on time, on duplications, and it also, um, we are able to have a far reach. We're mm-hmm. able to do more mm-hmm. when we put our strength together. Sure, So sure. We, w- we are really open to partnerships, and that's one of the things that we love to collaborate. We collaborate with other nonprofits as well. If they share in our vision and our mission and they're doing the same thing, we support them and we
0: work with them, and we've seen that that also works. Sure. Beautiful stuff. We're going to pin the details onto the conversation on Facebook. So really, you have no excuse not to partner with such a worthy cause to change the lives of the people of this nation. Thank you so much, Desire, for sharing that. Um, There's another comment here from Wendy Mashaw, and she says, incredible work that she's doing. May God bless her and make this foundation do big things for those in need. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Wendy. Absolutely. To more, Um, you spoke about the upcoming project for December. What kind of projects are you looking forward to doing, maybe from next year and the following years on? Where do you see Desire Foundation going?
1: So what
0: we are
1: intending to do in the Mm. future is we'll be doing girl camps. So this is for the youth empowerment. Mm, mm. We'll be doing annual camps with young girls where we deal with holistic wellness So we will be partnering with psychologists. We've already started. We have psychologists, some psychologists on board, your nutritionists, specialists, your health and fitness coaches, life coaches, nurses. So we want to take health education as well to the rural communities where we can address issues such as mental health issues, um, drug abuse, you know, and all forms of social ills that are troubling people in your underprivileged communities. So we'll be doing girl camps where we just inspire our girls and we we ignite their purpose and we give them a sense of self-worth and self-love and self-appreciation and also just a sisterhood. We want to create a culture of love amongst our girls and amongst our women, you know, and and do away with your jealousies and competitive spirit and all of that. So we'll be doing girl camps every year. We're starting our first next year. And this is what we will be doing for young girls. We will also be assisting um, elderly women with fitness, health and fitness, And also, we already have a group of women that we've adopted that we're working very close with. They are entrepreneurs. They have a business going. They're doing beads and traditional apparel and stuff like that. So we're helping them set up their business to brand it, to give it a a niche. We're teaching them things like trendy designs and stuff so that they can also have a, a bigger audience rather than customers from the village. Mm -hmm. So we'll be doing projects with with the old women in terms of their business, helping them to thrive in their business. We'll be doing things with youth, which is the youth empowerment camps. And we'll be taking care of our kids. So we'll be doing reading, book clubs with the little kids, games, and, and stuff like that. But we are hoping to do it annually, perhaps twice a year with each and every group. Group where we have major events that we do with them or major projects
0: that we do with them. Fantastic. I love this. I love what you're doing. And um, this is what we need to see more of. Now, earlier on, you spoke about, you know, it's so ironic that... God has laid this in your heart, and you come from uh, the rural area, so you know what it's like. You know what the people are going through. Why do you think God has impressed this in your heart? Because you're so passionate about it. I see how your face lights up when you're speaking about this. So this is not something you're faking or doing it just because somebody asked you to do it. This comes from within. Why do you think God impressed this in your heart to say, these are the people that I need you to restore hope to? I
1: believe I was prepared for it. And I also believe my upbringing had to do with why I'm so passionate about it. Um, I grew up in poverty. Mm. I grew up without parents. I grew up as an orphan child. So I believe God impressed this in my heart because he knew he could trust me with the vision. He could trust me with the responsibility because I have a very soft spot for the poor because I know what it feels like. Mm. Um, I know what lack feels like, you know. And also, I have a very soft spot for the elderly because I was raised by them. You know, I, I, I grew up surviving from uh, an old granny's grant or support, government support. Mm-hmm. So it's very close to my heart. Those are the things that move my spirit mm. and those are the mm. things that bleed my heart when mm. i see a child suffer when i see an old person suffer when mm. i see just a mm. woman suffer because i was also raised just by women mm. you know i was surrounded by women growing up mm. so i believe that in everything that i've had to grow go through growing up mm. it was meant to be it was meant to happen to prepare me for why i'm here on earth and what I would exist for, you know, my purpose.
0: So, yeah, it's impressed because I can be trusted. I, I believe that. Sure, sure. I like how you put it, God can trust you with this because you, you this story is so close to home. Yeah, yeah. You spoke earlier on about the fact that you're also a musician. Yes. Um, we'd love to know, uh, is there any new music coming for Desire? Well, there's a lot of music Oh, wow. (laughs) Come on. There's a lot, a lot
1: of music. I've been writing since I was 15 years old. Mm. And when I said waiting, I've Mm. been waiting. I've wanted to Mm. release my music for the longest of time. And Mm. I've constantly had to wait because there'd be a transition or something going on around my life that just needed me to just wait so there is something coming It's very exciting mm. um, I will be doing Gospel music mm. I'm a worshipper mm. So mm. I'm also very comforting My music is comforting mm. so so cool. It's really for mm. the broken hearted For mm. those who are down in spirit For those who are Hungry for, for God's presence For those who are hungry For, for Who desire to know God more so something is coming, but you need to invite me, Bumi. Let me I come just, back I so we can talk say, about that. We'd love
0: the exclusive it, as a it, it, feminist It's a story touch.
1: on its own. It's 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 a book on okay. its own.
0: Yeah. Well, we'd love the exclusive as a feminist <laughs> <laughs> So we're putting I'll it out back. there. She'll be back, be back, ladies and gentlemen, to tell us about the music. All of these portfolios. You know, you spoke earlier on about the fact that these projects, you don't just do them. They find you on your knees. Preparing for a project like this is not just about budgets and getting people yeah. to support. You spend more time in prayer. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You have to pray. Mm. And it's, it has also to be
1: God-guided and God-led mm. because mm. it's not everything that's presented us to do that we should mm. do. Mm. Mm. But also it's not everything that is presented us to do that w- that you should not do because you feel you're not worthy of it or you can't do it. There are some things that will come and require you to work on, even when you are incapable, Mm. where you need to just be obedient enough to say, I'll do it even though I don't think I can do it because that's where God's provision will come and meet you halfway. But equally, there are other things that will come and you know you can actually do it but you're not supposed to do it because it's not God-led. It's not for you. So um, I think I operate on what feels right in my spirit, but also sometimes people approach me, sometimes they don't. Sometimes I go to the villages and I look around for a need. I'm also, I've met with um, the rural Elders, you know, people who are representing mm. the people mm. in those communities. So I also work very closely with them yeah. in finding information, what needs to be done, what's lacking. Like. Because there are already other non-profits that are empowering those areas so, so that we don't conflict with them. We want to complement the work that's already being done. Mm. So we, we do seek counsel a lot from the rural elders and representatives um, so that we know what's currently needed by the society, sure, sure. what's a pressing need, so that we can attend to those needs according to our strength as well and passion and vision and mission.
0: Absolutely. To someone that wants to start, but maybe they don't have the courage, or someone that has started and they just need strength for the journey ahead, how would you advise them? If I was to
1: put it simple, I would say just do it. Mm. You know what? Just do it. Mm. Um, Don't wait for the perfect time. Don't wait until you have enough money for it. Mm. Don't wait until you you are perfect for it because you'll never be perfect for it you'll never be fully prepared for it just get in you know just start however small it is however small the effort you'll grow from that because it's it's easy to it's easier to sit and do nothing and only dream but at some point we have to just wake up from our dreams and actually start living them out so i would say start and I would also say, do your research as well. You know, some mistakes can be avoided. So it's also good to seek counsel before you, you start anything. But also go with what feels right for you. Because someone might say, no, that didn't work for me. But you find that it actually will work for you because you are cut for it. Mm-hmm. So in, in, in a few words, just do it. Just
0: start. Absolutely. And you'll figure out other things on your way. Fantastic. Please do give us the social media details where we can follow you and partner with you. As she said, there is an upcoming event. We want to make Christmas for the beautiful children and the people of Danin a possibility, and not just a possibility, but an experience that shows them the love and the generosity of Christ. Um, If you're sitting there, let's connect together and let's make things happen. Desire Foundation is there to partner with you. Let's hand it over to yourself, ma'am, to give us the details one more time. So
1: you can find us on Instagram, on Desire Foundation. So it's at Desire Foundation. You can also find us on Facebook. That's at Desire Foundation as well. And then if you'd like to send us an email, that's info at DesireFoundation.org. So that's currently the platforms that are available where people can reach us at.
0: We wish you well. We truly do wish you well and we pray that God can continue to open doors, bring people that will come with the heart of wanting to just change the lives of people and partner with you. Thank you so much.
1: I really appreciate that. And
0: thank you for the opportunity
1: to come here today and allowing us as well to share our vision, to share our upcoming project. It really means a lot. Thank
0: you for the platform. You're most welcome.